Hey guys, it is October 20th and it has been a few weeks and we have some catching up to do and I'm excited to be talking to you. First off, it is the end of October. So are you just drowning in editing and shooting right now? Because it's October, because I totally am, but October is also a month of feeling renewed for me. I always feel really, really good in the fall. And I think that that is the one thing that's keeping me going. Like I could very happily shoot more weddings in October, but I've limited my bookings this year specifically so that I would have some personal time to actually enjoy the season because I never get to do that. I always end up overbooking myself because I'm always in a really good mood in October and I'm like, yes, I wanna shoot all of the autumn colors <laughs> and then I, I end up with not a lot of personal time. So I am drowning in editing a little bit, still from September, but I'm doing okay otherwise. Last week, my friend Heather Jowett came in. She stayed with me for a couple of days because she was here to shoot a wedding. And it was kind of cool. I realized that even though I only see her maybe once or twice a year, it's one of those friendships where it feels like I see her all the time. I was really feeling good about that because I, I feel like technology has made long distance friendships feel really accessible and I've definitely experienced this when I was visiting my friend Len she was getting married I was at her wedding and I was just like bawling and she was married in Australia so it was like a, a really long trip and I hadn't slept and I was at her wedding and I was super jet lagged and sleepy and just like crying and then I realized at some point like I don't know during the reception I was just like oh yeah I've only met Lynn once before in real life and she's she's one of my closest friends and I was thinking about how miraculous that was and then uh, literally the day after my friend Heather left I drove the six and a half hour long drive to visit my dad in my hometown of Charleston, West Virginia and it was a very different feeling <laughs> I, I, I talk to my dad regularly enough, but going to my hometown and visiting him made me feel like I was a stranger to him and also to myself. Uh, that probably has more to do with the kind of relationship that I have with my family than anything else, but it was just such a weird juxtaposition for me to have so closely after feeling so good about the state of how well I am at holding up my end of the friendship bargain in life. It, it was just, it, it just felt like a really weird two instances to have sort of back to back. And I know that I've mentioned this before, I've talked about how difficult it is to maintain friendships and make friends whenever you're an entrepreneur and being somebody that works from home and being an introvert means that even though I have a few people in the city that I live kind of close to that I can hang out with, hanging out with them still takes like a two-week notice because we're all adults <laughs> and that's just how it seems to go. And usually it also takes a few follow-up texts just to make it happen. And uh, I've been thinking more about how like casual friendships aren't something that tend to work for me. And I'm wondering if you find this to be the case too or if it's just kind of my personality. I really don't like the idea that seemingly one of the trade-offs of working for yourself is having to cultivate friendships that are more meaningful than just like having uh, trivia night friends, you know, because, because of how often I feel like I have to socially check out. Maybe this is just me and it's just the result of how much I value having personal time, but I've tried to make a few friends that I can just like have casual coffees with, but I find it really difficult to maintain friendships that are like a half hour talk over tea that only happens like once every two months or so because I feel like those friendships don't seem valuable enough to either person maybe for us to spend time away from our family and friends that we forged meaningful, like long, meaningful, deep connections with 
to make those kinds of friendships work. And I wonder if that's just me, because I've never really had a lot of those friends. I've had some, but as far back as I can remember, most of the friendships that I've had were like deep conversations where we're getting to the heart of what makes us happy and what makes us feel vulnerable. And I feel like that is usually how I, I bond with people. So I'm trying to figure out how as an adult to have these like casual friendships. And I think one thing that's been beneficial is, is the fact that I've been taking classes. These still aren't people that I'm hanging out with outside of class, really, but I do take an illustration class and I have made friends within the classroom setting so I can, you know, sit there and shoot the shit. And occasionally there are people that I recognize in coffee shops that I regularly go to. But if I were throwing a party, I wouldn't invite some of these, you know, very casual people over. That would feel uncomfortable. I also probably wouldn't have a party. So maybe none of this is relevant at all. And I, I, I don't think that I'm completely devoid of these kinds of friendships because I think having a second shooter, a person that I don't regularly work with, I'm able to chat with them. It's helpful that we have what we do for a living in common. I feel like there needs to be more dedication for a casual friendship for it to flourish into being able to get a quick meal together, you know? I don't know. I, I think, I think I don't, I don't get adult friendships and working for yourself and needing lots of alone time and sort of like what all of that looks like together just makes it tricky. Does that follow? <laughs> Am I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is a linear train of thought. I just feel like I've been stuck in my own head a lot. A lot of that is just me, but I also think it's the, the kind of morning that I'm having. Yesterday, I shot a wedding, and today I woke up feeling really energized and renewed, and I think it's just because it's autumn, but that is rare because I shot a wedding yesterday that was nine and a half hours long instead of, I usually do six or eight hours in wedding packages, and I was like, you know what? I am going to go get brunch by myself. It was a sort of thought experiment because I'm, I'm trying to gain more independence in my introversion, like accepting the fact that I like my alone time, but I also like to do things and seeing what that that looks like if I go out on my own and do things. So this morning has been kind of a day of me choosing some isolation. I went to the food market, which is a really great French place in Baltimore, in Hamden. I had the most delicious meal, but I, I just sat there with no phone, just me in my own head, eating in a public space and kind of like trying to convince myself that nobody was caring that I was alone there. Because I know deep down that as much as we worry about what other people think about us, the reality is that everyone else is just as worried about what other people are thinking about them for them to notice what we're doing. A fun example of this is when you're standing at the front of an aisle when you're shooting weddings and you're about to shoot the processional at a wedding and you feel like everybody is staring at you. Yesterday, I actually got out my phone to do a wide shot just for fun at yesterday's wedding because I have this super wide angle lens on my iPhone and I took the photo and then I looked at it and I realized that there was like one person looking at me and they were probably looking at me because I, I was carrying two really nice cameras and I decided to take a photo with my iPhone <laughs> before the processional, which probably made me seem like a weirdo, but I felt so much more exposed and stared at than what was actually happening in that moment. And oh, if you want proof of this yourself, <laughs> this, this might make you feel bad, but take a break from social media and see if anybody notices. Like I see so many posts where people are apologizing, like, sorry, sorry, I've been so quiet on social media. I've just been working on this exciting new project. And it's like, I mean, that's cool, but the reality is I think most people don't notice those sort of absences. And I, I mostly think it's because we think that the algorithm is just getting rid of people for no reason, because that is definitely a thing that happens on social media. But I legitimately think that most people don't notice what we're doing because they're just stuck in their own heads. And unless you're like a celebrity, for the most part, just nobody cares what we're doing. And I, I know that this might sound scary at first or might make you feel bad. It made me feel bad the first time I realized it. There was a, a quote that was one of those poorly designed things 
things that your mom would repost and it's like your 20s are about worrying what everybody thinks and your 30s and 40s are about not caring what anybody thinks and then your 60s are about realizing that nobody was thinking about you in the first place. That sort of like hurt my ego <laughs> the, the first time that I heard it. And so it might sound scary at first, but the idea that no one cares what we're doing most of the time is a superpower. I, I, I think my gut instinct when hearing that is to fly into action and try to stand out and maintain relevance. But I would argue that, yeah, it's a superpower. Going to breakfast by myself and also seeing proof via the photo that I took during the ceremony that no one pays attention to me most of the time is also kind of motivating because I think sometimes the thing that holds me back from experimenting or making mistakes on purpose with art or with photography is the idea that there are eyes on me and that I want the outcome to be good or well received. I'm afraid that I'll look like a bad artist or look unprofessional or people will stop liking me. <laughs> like that's sort of the, the outcome in my mind. But this idea that I'm, I'm that nobody cares that much about what I do is really giving me more buffer room to try things that might not work because I feel like the stakes feel less high to me and I can play life through the filter of like people probably don't care. <laughs> like like I can probably do this and be fine. I don't really have any conclusions. I just I really wanted to talk to you guys about making mistakes because we all know how important it is to make mistakes but I feel like it's been helpful for me to slowly realize that making mistakes is not only important but it's also not that big of a deal especially when it comes to making art because you can just make more art after it. You'll be fine. <laughs> one bad piece won't stand out that much just like having one amazing shot doesn't stand out that much. What, what matters is consistency over time. I don't know. I think it's really as easy as that. And I feel like all of this is coming from a really good place. I've been having really good therapy sessions lately. And someday I'm going to talk about therapy. But I've felt so many good changes in, in my life and in my body and in my mind lately that I just want to take a minute to congratulate myself <laughs> because not only have I successfully been able to name some positive attributes about myself, but I actually had the opportunity to defend them when I challenged them and it was internal struggles but but this month is Inktober for illustrators and I was really excited about it I was like I am gonna dedicate so much time to illustration it's gonna be amazing and I got five days in and I had some emotional upset and part of me wanted to feel guilty for not continuing with Inktober and I found a lot of self-compassion like no you know what this is this is a fun thing this is a thing that you do because you really wanted to do it it's okay you're allowed to simultaneously be upset that you aren't participating in it and also be compassionate with the fact that you needed to take a break to step back and focus less on illustration because you feel behind on editing. Anyway, I, I just thought that was great. So I wanted to thank you guys. I also feel like having these conversations with you are really nice because I, I play through ideas in my head without trying to make conclusions about why I'm thinking about them. And I think being able to have these kind of talks with you is really nice because I feel like I can talk about subjects that you are intimately familiar with, like trying to make friends as an adult or what it's like to feel vulnerable standing in front of a bunch of people taking photos at a wedding ceremony and it's cool that you guys are here and listening. I'm just so appreciative and I'm feeling good. I have a video coming out in a couple of days and I'm also going to be releasing a PDF of the first book that I wrote that I don't plan on getting published but I have some fun stuff that's going out on Patreon. If you're a patron thank you so much. You are the reason that this podcast happens and you're the reason why those videos happen and I'm really appreciative. I hope everybody's having a good Sunday or whenever you're listening to this and I will talk to you soon. Bye!